Hi guys, thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Susie. And this is Tavia. Don't forget, you can always check out our blog. I'm going to list out all the books we talk about in every episode. You can find us there at libraryoverload.home.blog. And then you can also follow us on Instagram, and we are just Library Overload there. Welcome back, guys. We welcome, are welcome. excited to be back talking with you guys again. We're always happy to chat books. Always. Like, even outside of the hour that we're talking to you guys about books, Tavia and I are regularly still just texting each other about Basically. books. Basically, yeah. Like, it, it's never-ending. Yeah. Uh, pretty much all the time. And our friend Caitlin is, is in on it as well. Mm-hmm. We um, have a, just, a group chat. That yeah, we she just finished the Grishaverse, mm-hmm. uh, the the original trilogy. So she's super pumped about that. I, we read those. Was that last year or the year before? Time has no meaning. I <laughs> I could not I could not tell you. I could yeah. have read them yesterday, and I <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well. Are you going to shock us today, or are we going to be talking about the same thing again? <laughs> Guys, I have officially read one book <laughs> that is not a romance. I'm so um, proud of you. Thank you. Tavia literally texted me, and she was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> I saw it on Goodreads. <laughs> I was like, that can't be right. That has to be an accident, right? Maybe she meant to put it as want to read. Nope. I... Was like, let's try it. I won't talk about it today because I do have some three, some three wonderful romances. Please, <laughs> so many romances. I'm sorry, guys, but I do have three amazing romances I'm not sorry. to talk We're reading about. What we love, and it's, it's true, wonderful, so. true, and it is keeping me sane and calm, which is great. But I, I did just want to share that I have finally climbed out of this little rut that I've been in that I haven't that I have enjoyed (laughs) but I was ready to try and see if I could and I did and so I started another book today that is not a romance that I don't know who you are anymore I know I know I feel like you have said that to me multiple occasions the past week (laughs) this is true like I am going through something (laughs) right I text her this morning and she's like I'm at the gym and I was like (laughs) No, I don't even, I have no idea who you are. Wrong number? Who dis? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was like, no. On Sunday, you have brunch. You do not go work out. Well, today was Valentine's Day, and Chris hilariously enjoys Valentine's much more than I do. I am on the, I want you to love me all days of the year, not just specifically on this day, so Valentine's annoys me. But he enjoys it, and he asked me for Valentine's Day if we would go to the gym, and I was like, ugh, fine. But he also tricked me. He took me shopping, and he was like, oh, look at these cute workout tank tops. You should get a couple. And I was like, okay, you want me to spend money? That's fine. So I got him, and he was like, hey, tomorrow, let's go wear your cute tank top at the gym. And I was like, oh, bastard. <laughs> so, tricked you. Yes, he got me. Fiend. I know. But um, so we did the gym in the morning for him. And then I made a damn good brunch. So it was mm, fine. That works out. How was your when Valentine's I said Day? fiend. It makes me think of like the mustache curling. Ooh. Villains. A mustache. A mustache. Everybody wants a mustache. 
That was the first movie Daniel and I went to see in the theater as a couple. It's so funny. I'm not even a big, what is his name? Ted? Seth MacFarlane. Yes. Why do I want to call him Ted? Oh, because he wrote Ted. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. But A Million Ways to Die in the West is hysterical. It is really funny. It's good stuff. I'm not a big fan of Sarah Silverman. Her voice kind of like grates, but she was funny. That that movie was she funny. was funny. That whole whole movie was funny. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, but we okay. digress. Well, you want to get us going? I have romance, two. romance for all, romance for everyone. You get some love, and you get some love. Okay. I wonder when our generation I, will be so old, like the next generation won't have any understanding of Oprah and like that quote. They'll be like, what are you talking will about? Always know about Oprah and her favorite thing. I mean, she's almost been off the air for like 20 years, right? Like she, she went off for like not, not she for 20 like, years, no way. Like 2003 or 2000 somewhere in there, maybe? Has it really been that long to me she could still be on the air i would have I no idea yeah Again, um, i remember time, watching the no last meaning. episode with my mom that's funny in 2003 i was a sophomore i actually don't know if that was the year or not let's look let's fact check pause for dramatic effect <laughs> this is like in a reality show when they're about to kick someone off there's like the 30 second pause oh i was way off just kidding <laughs> It's 2011, but that's still a long time ago. <laughs> a decade, a score. Hey, You're as old as I am. <laughs> 20 years. Time has lost like, all meaning. You know, it's fine. It's fine. But okay. 2011 is still 10 years ago. That's a long time. Yeah, that makes me want to die. Yeah. Uh, I hate it. Okay. <laughs> to make me feel better, let's talk about romance. Okay. So this is my rock star book that um, I brought up. La- I think was it last week where you were bringing up a book about music? Or yeah, I think like so. That? When I, I talked about remember. lilac. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think it was whatever time. It could have been ten years ago, in two thousand one. It um, was twenty years ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have. So I have the Happy Ever After playlist by Ooh, Abby. I've been wanting to read this. It's adorable. You should totally read it. Okay. I okay. cut you off in the so office. Is, my bad. That's okay. I'll start over. So I have the Happy Ever After playlist by Abby Jimenez. And this is freaking adorable. So let me tell y'all. Okay. So first it starts off kind of a bummer. So we meet Sloane Monroe, which is the coolest freaking name for a girl ever. Sloane, are you killing me? So, okay, so cool. I know so a girl named Sloane. Um, I know a little girl named Sloane, and then obviously Fer- Ferris Bueller's girlfriend is named Sloane, uh-huh. and I always thought she was cool as hell too. Um, so we meet Sloane. She um, is, it has been two years now since her fiance tragically died. And she's just kind of been in a black hole ever since, which I get it. Um, That would be horrific. So she's kind of been in this, this funk. She doesn't, she's barely taking care of herself. She's an artist and she's barely doing the bare minimum to just be able to pay her bills. She just, she can't do it. One day she is 
driving home and all of a sudden there's a dog in the middle of the road. So she stops and she's like, oh, crap. Like, what do I do? There's a dog in the middle of this very busy intersection. Well, the crazy ass dog jumps up on the hood of her car and then leaps through her sunroof into her car. Holy cow. (laughs) So she's like, well, I have a dog now. Um, like this is crazy, but she's stopped in the middle of the intersection because she doesn't know what to do. And of course a cop shows up, she gets a ticket. (laughs) So she gets home and, uh, oh, she, I'm sorry. She takes the dog to like PetSmart or whatever, has it checked for a chip. They give her the phone number of the owner. And so she starts calling. She leaves message. She leaves a message like, Hey, I found your dog. Call me. We'll meet up. I'll give you your dog back. Well, she calls. And calls for two weeks. No responses. And she's like, you know what? I have a dog. It's mine. I love it. It's a great dog. Well, finally, Jason gets back from out of town. He has been on this backpacking tour for a few weeks. Finally gets off the plane to, like, so many voicemails from this random woman saying she has his dog. He finally calls her. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, why why would you even be calling me? Your dog is my dog now. Like, sorry about you. Mm-hmm. You didn't answer. I have a dog. And he's like, but I've been out of town. I had no idea. Yeah. I had someone watching him, blah, blah, blah. Well, they end up texting each other, talking about his dog. Dog's name is Tucker. It's precious. Um, I follow Tucker on Instagram. He's a golden retriever. I do, too. <laughs> I love Tucker. Well, long story short, their texting is so witty and so funny he eventually talks her into meeting to exchange Tucker. They've decided on a joint custody of Tucker. Um, <laughs> but, they, <laughs> um, but he finally talks her into meeting him. And it's just, it's just beautiful seeing her finally come out of her shell after these two horrible years and finally want happiness for herself again. And, mm-hmm dealing with the guilt of like, it feels like I'm cheating on my, on my fiance, but he's, he's been gone for so long. It's an awesome story. Jason ends up being a quite famous rock star. Wow. She has, she has no idea until she meets him. Oh, that's um, cool. And, uh, but yeah, it's just gorgeous. Each chapter has a song that it's like what she nice. was listening to when she wrote it or something. So I really, I really like that. When you mentioned that for Lilac, that it had a playlist, yeah. I was like, have we ever after playlist? But it was so cute, guys. Now, I loved it so much. I have been seeing this. Isn't it in a series? Yes, it is. It is in the what is it called? The Friend Zone series. Now, is uh, that the first book in the series, or is that the? Th- Second. So obviously you don't I, need to read them in order. No. Um I don't even know who the first book is about, but I didn't I didn't feel like I was missing anything at all. So Okay. Cool. Um, Cuz I've been yeah, wanting happy. to read the Happy After After playlist, but I wasn't sure if I was ready for a series. No, you, you don't have to read the first one. I, I feel I don't feel like I was missing anything reading it. But I've been the seeing Zone it is on my list. I've been seeing it the Happy After after playlist on a couple of different in a couple of different places but I was like Ugh, it's like the second yeah. or third one and I don't want to commit right now um you and I just yeah. we actually what I'm going to talk about today is a series we just finished and I'm like Woo! I feel like I don't want to get into that Tavia again. 
Tavia and I just buddy read an entire series together. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, we finished the second one really close to the same time. And I went to bed. Okay. I went to sleep for the night. And I'm not like a super early sleeper. It wasn't 9 p.m. or anything. It was like 11. <laughs> and the last thing she said was, I think I'll go ahead and start the next one. So I wake up in the morning at 8 a.m. the next morning and she said, I accidentally finished the whole thing. <laughs> it was like 2.30 in the morning. Accid- you accidentally, you didn't accidentally do anything. You absolutely well, did it on purpose. <laughs> I, I started reading on the couch and then, you know, we went to bed. I read in bed. I have the Kindle app. And so I kept reading. And then I look and I'm like, oh, it's getting kind of late. I should probably stop. And then I was at 83%. And I was like, I might as well and just finish it. One. It was like 400 something pages. Well, I did it at a night because I'm super woman. Not even a night. Like like a few hours. Just a few hours. Like yeah. 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. You finished mm-hmm. that. Like that's. Yep. But I took issue with the phrase that you <laughs> accidentally finished it. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up because you didn't accidentally do it at all. You 100% did it on purpose. I, I did not mean to read until 2.30 on a school night, but what I did. School... <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> on a school night. Well, I was going to start with my other one, but this is a brilliant segue, so I'll just go ahead and start with this one. We read... The Red Lipstick Coalition series. And so the good. first book is Piece of Work. And it is by, this is by Stacy Hart. Y'all, this was so good. It was so good. Like, Tavia I actually literally finished, you haven't finished the fourth one. I, have I haven't. I haven't even started because I was like, I stayed up real late. I should probably give this. <laughs> would, give you, this. would you accidentally <laughs> finished it? You, you needed a break. <laughs> Maybe you should but rethink your life choices or something. It, I don't know. My life choices are fine. Um, but we found this series thanks to our new favorite person. Yes. You guys probably will not hear us shut up about them for quite a long time. But Rate the Romance is our new yes. obsession in life. I just troll their Instagram all day. Mm-hmm. I look at their Goodreads all day. I'm just they give me all yeah. of these books. Yeah. And there's another one that is a... Um, bookstagram and she's doing a person of color romance readathon and that's mommy what you reading I think you Ooh. sent it to me at one point or another but she has lots of romances that are diverse on her Love that. too so maybe we'll tag that on our, yeah. our other page I think I did send that I send you a lot of things on Instagram <laughs> yeah we send lots and lots of things we just just when you think of us whenever you think of us just know at that moment we're probably texting or Instagramming each other <laughs> Yeah, we um we communicate pretty thoroughly all mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Red Lipstick Coalition, the series, it's four series and it's about four roommates. And these girls are fantastic. They're phenomenal. So fantastic. Okay, so the first book is about Ren. And she is just finishing up um, grad school. She's working on her PhD. And she gets an internship at the Met, because she's working on her PhD in art history. You know, when whenever I hear the Met, I'm like, it's the Mets, and they <laughs> suck. <laughs> Perhaps we watch too much Friends. I it could be a thing. I it's don't know. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> but so she is, she is 
half Dutch and half Korean. So she's really tall, but Asian. And she's very uncomfortable with it. She Mm -hmm. is uncomfortable with her height. She's really unsure of herself and she kind of wants to blend in. Well, she gets to work and her boss, Court, she describes him as being the the copy of the man they used for David because he was carved out of marble. And she immediately thinks he's like this most gorgeous thing, but he dismisses her like she is gum on his shoe. And she's like, you know what? I don't want to hide anymore. I want to be seen. So her friends get together and they take her to a specialty shop where she can find clothes for tall people. And she kind of like comes into herself and the four girls decide to make a pact about the red lipstick coalition where they buy red lipstick in an attempt to empower themselves. Not as a, like a, you know, getting dressed up for anybody else, but because this makes me feel like a badass woman. Mm-hmm. And there was a quote in here and it's pretty lengthy, but it's one that I wanted to, to mention. So it's, if you want to wear red lipstick and curl your hair, do it. If you want to wear no makeup and shave your head, do it. If you want to clean house and take care of your kids all day, do it. If you want to work full time and put your kids in daycare, do the damn thing because that is feminism. The right to live your life mm-hmm. however the hell you want, regardless of whether or not you have a vagina. And Take thought, us to church. Right? I thought it was so spectacular because, like, she's she's feeling this thing with her boss and they're kind of enemies to lovers. And she's, like, doubting it. She's like, am I doing this for the wrong reasons? And her friends are like, no, you do this because it makes you feel good. And so mm-hmm. each story is going to talk about the girls, each girl's own um, kind of like awakening uh-huh. and growing into their selves and growing out of their shells. And it's pretty fantastic. And each different book is a different trope, which uh-huh. is cool too. So this one was Enemies to Lovers. And it was centered around Renaissance art. And they go to Florence. And it was spectacular. I will say this was one of my least favorite of the series, though. I thought that the other three were better. Interesting. I haven't read the fourth one, but I was afraid because of who that character, who mm-hmm. that book is about, which roommate it's about. Mm-hmm. I've been like, I eh, don't know. There was just so much going on, and I felt like there was so much more emotional stuff that it really resonated with me. I really liked it. Okay. And there was like a lot of the backstory of the person of why they are this way. Okay. And um, just as a her mom ends up being this crazy hippie named Sparrow and her in and of herself is fantastic. So it's amazing. Read it just for that. (laughs) But all right. The other ones I will talk about, I'm not going to talk about them today. I'm going to spread them out for you guys, but because they're each their own thing that you don't have to read them together. It makes Mm -hmm. a little bit more sense because they talk about the characters in the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, Like at the end of it, it'll introduce the next person's, story like how they're going to kind of get started but it's not necessary Um, but this one is about Ren and Court it was just it was fun it was feminism in a romance which was really cool oh yeah yeah I loved that series I want to buy the whole set because the the covers are gorgeous love them so much they're so like contemporary like oh they're so like vivid and bright and happy and love them Okay, my next book is going to be The Boyfriend Project. This is by Farah Roshan, and this was another This is another one I want to read. 
It was also very good. Uh, so this is about a woman of color. We follow uh, Samia Brooks. Um, one night she's just chilling at home with her sister. And her sister is like, oh, my gosh, this woman is live tweeting the worst date ever. Um, and she starts reading the tweets out loud. And Samia realizes that the man that this woman is on a date with is the same guy that she's dating. Ooh. So Samia marches over <laughs> to that restaurant because the guy has the absolute balls to take a girl to, to a restaurant two blocks away from where Messia lives. <laughs> I mean, Samia lives. And uh, she, she marches right on over there. And by the time Samia gets there, another woman <laughs> has arrived. So he has three different women there at this restaurant just eviscerating him with words. <laughs> and it, it ends up being it ends up being videoed and it goes viral. Of That's course it does. Amazing. So already Samia's going through this insane moment in her life mm-hmm. and then it goes viral. And so people at her job are acting just like she's the next new celebrity like when it's her life, like it's, mm-hmm. you know, she's the one going through this craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just unreal what, how people act. But, um, so she and the two women end up going out, getting drunk that night and becoming really good friends. And oh, that's they awesome. make, it's really awesome. So they make a boyfriend pact. They say for the next six months, they're going to focus on themselves, their careers, And they're just going to be boss bitches and life is going to be great without men in there to complicate it. Well, Samia meets the new guy at work and his name is Daniel, but Daniel has a secret and it's a real good one. So he isn't just a new guy at work. He's there and you don't know how or why, but he's there looking for something at this company so he's under he's there with nefarious things he's kind of sort of a mole but it's very good so of course you know Samia tries to stop it she's got the boyfriend project going on dating a co-worker isn't always the best idea so there's a lot of things going against that but their chemistry is just lovely and she just can't say no so this is a really, really great book. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I gave it five stars. Nice. It made me super happy. Samia is such an awesome woman. She's so powerful just on her on her own. She's like a um, super smart computer, computer engineer. I was oh, like, okay. what's the word where you do techie stuff? <laughs> computer. What's um, the super smart word? where's my thesaurus um but she builds her own app like in her six month boyfriend uh uh, the boyfriend project time frame she builds her own app she decides that I know she decides that I'm going to do it it's now or never like I keep saying I want to do it I have this great idea I'm actually going to do it that's so cool um it was It was such a good book. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I remembered more things I wanted to talk about on my first book. (laughs) 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 Sorry to circle back for a second. (laughs) Get it, girl. The first thing is the villain in this one 
my gosh, I hated her so much. She was so annoying. It's she one of those like, women where it's like, why do you, why are you not supporting other women? Right. Like what? Her what whole did, purpose you was like tearing this? down Ren. Like it just yeah. was not, I, I hated it. But yeah. I also really liked, because I, I like the romances that have the point of view of both sides. Mm-hmm. I liked seeing Courtney's vulnerability or Court's vulnerability with his dad issues. Um, I thought that was really yes. cool. He yes, has very cool. serious daddy issues in his life. But because we get his side of the story, we get to see that too. And it's really cool to watch mm-hmm. that play out. But the main thing I wanted to talk about was how much I hated the the mean lady in this one. Because I haven't She's hated terrible. someone like that in a while in a story. Yeah. Uh, and she women was literally support the other worst. women are just ugh. Yeah. She was, she was the absolute worst. Okay. And that's all I wanted to say about that. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. And a Forrest Gump quote. All right. Your book two. Okay. The next book I'm going to talk about is called Along for the Ride. And this is by Mimi Grace. And this is a a person of color author. And it's a mixed race romance. So it was super, super cool. And it is about Jolene Baxter. And she is African-American. And then Jason Akana. And he is Tongan. And so that's kind of cool and dreamy. Mm-hmm. And his How many mom, times did you see Jolene during the reading of this book? A couple, because at one point they're in this place and it's karaoke and someone gets up and sings it and she's like, ah, and it was funny. Um, but yes, Jolene. But they called her Jojo, that her friends did, which was cute. Okay. Um, but this book had, it was, <laughs> it was hysterical. It had fun, a couple of fun different tropes in it. So, Jolene's sister is moving across the country for a new job. And so Jolene and her dad volunteer to move one of the U-Hauls. Well, at the last minute, her dad has to back out. And her brother-in-law's best friend, who she loathes to, like, the nth degree, is the only one that can step in. So she's going to be in a 16-hour car ride with him, moving her sister and brother-in-law across country. And they hate each other. They hate each other so much. Because Jolene is a self-described former hot mess. And Jason is, like, straight-laced and, you know, completely not put a toe out of line, don't color outside of the lines. Like, they're on the straight path. Uh Well, while they're on this trip, the U-Haul breaks down. And they get stuck in this town in a motel that has one bed. It's my favorite! (laughs) But, so, obviously, sparks kind of fly, they're stuck, they're angry, they're, like, tension, and then we see all that, but then they go home, and we get to see that. It's not just the car ride and the spark flying on that. We get to see the rest of it, and how they kind of, you know, go from enemies to friends, and then, like, oh, uh, I might like you a little bit and Mm -hmm. I want to see where this is going. All the while, Jolene is working this very important project with her company. She's in, um, she's a, uh, what are they called? A publicity, a PA? Public relations. Yeah, that's what she's a PR. There we go. A PA. I knew I was getting there. Um, and so she's got this really big thing going on and then there's this like pervy guy at her work that keeps trying to hit on her. And so some crap goes down with her and 
it's a lot about her empowerment while all of that's going on and trying to go from the hot mess person to like an actual one of the people like seriously all the while realizing that she kind of might be falling in love with this guy who she pretty much used to hate and his mom and his aunt are hysterical. They have a podcast and um, his mom like meddles in his love life constantly so she's oh, like inviting meddling over. mothers yes um and she serves her tongue all this tongue and food that sounded fantastic mm. um and he's also got issues because his father had passed away when he was younger um and so he's got these issues so it wasn't just the smut which was i'd give four out of five it was okay. pristine um so it wasn't just that but it was also very rich backstories for each character that just made the way they came together perfect and it had some fun tropes and it was just a lot of fun that sounds like a lot of fun how did you like my favorite trope it was interesting I was like (laughs) like, this is so weird but but it actually it's a real thing Tavia well it is because they broke down Instead, because Jason is the way he is, he planned each leg of the trip and the route map by map that was going to be the most efficient. So instead of being on the highway, they were on a back road when the van broke down. Obviously, uh, Jolene's real real mad about it. (laughs) She's real salty. Um, So they break down in this town in the literal middle of nowhere. (laughs) And there's like this rinky-dink hotel um and obviously there's you know hardly any rooms there and Mm-mm. just this really rundown like <laughs> there's hole in the no way. room left at the end <laughs> right yes. so yeah i i understood it it made sense it wasn't like a contrived or forced trope it it made sense with the story um which was cool i love it yeah i can't believe you didn't tell me that you were reading that trope <laughs> i wanted to see your face <laughs> But really, well, I appreciate. it was mostly the enemies to lovers thing. Like, the, the hotel room scene was just a couple of pages. They were really not there all that long. Um, it was mostly gotcha. about, which was cool, because you don't see it often, it was mostly about what happens after the catalyst. Not Kind of sounds a little bit, not as stretched out, but a little bit like when Harry met Sally. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. That sounds cool. What was that called one more time? Along for the ride. Okay. And is another one that I found on Rate the Romances, Goodreads lists, and it was a person of color author list is where I found it. Love it. it. My next one is also off of her list as well. (laughs) We're obsessed, guys. We I don't know if you know us at all. If you've been here for a minute, you maybe know we have obsessive personalities. Something. We can't (laughs) just like it. We like we are we either hate it or are all in. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. Right. We we do not live in shades of gray. We are black and white. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. Okay. My last one. This book was written for me in mind. <laughs> I wish we did booktube sometimes so that you guys can just see what is happening over here because it's spectacular. And you need to have a front so, receipt for this kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. One day we should do that. That'd be so funny. Okay. <laughs> um, I have Take the Lead by Alexis Daria. Y'all. One of my most favorite reality shows. I never watch reality show. 
the only reality show I watch is Dancing with the Stars. The only one. I didn't this watch book, this year in protest. I, I, I did not either. And I was very sad about it. I need y'all to know it was difficult for me to protest, but I did. Um, but regardless, um, my favorite reality show. This book is about um, Gina Morales, who is a professional dancer on a Dancing with the Stars-esque show. And she meets up with her new celebrity for the season. And, okay, and his name is Stone Nielsen. Stone, she, okay. Stone, I know. Ugh. Um, one time I read a book, and I don't even remember what it was, but it was like a decade ago. But all the brothers in this family were Stone, Rock, and one <laughs> other kind of rock-like substance. Granite. Like cement. I don't know. <laughs> Granite. <laughs> cement. <laughs> But yeah. Can you imagine writing a sex scene about cement? Oh, cement. <laughs> okay, we digress. Continue. So sorry. My husband's probably in the other room, like, what is she doing? <laughs> we just have so much fun, guys. Oh my gosh. But, anyways, so Stone's whole family um, is on this Alaskan wilderness reality show. And they do this whole, like, they live off the grid, off the land. They're all, like, they've got the big, like, Duck Dynasty beards, all this stuff. So when Gina gets there to meet her celebrity for the first time, she has no idea who he is or anything like that. She meets him, and he is chopping wood shirtless. Oh, hello. And so, so she's like, oh, hello. <laughs> and she, And she is this gorgeous... Puerto Rican dancer so she's just like perfect head to toe and he is like this gorgeous mountain man um and so they totally click like right off the bat and at first he is just doing the show for the money because his mother had some really terrible health issues and their their family owes a lot of money um for medical bills and things like that and so he's like I'm just doing this for my family well you know, when you're doing a dance competition like that, you're spending a whole lot of time in each other's arms, a lot of getting to know you and things like that. And it was just like, it was everything. <laughs> it was everything. And I know, like, this was literally, this was just for me. Like, if you like Dancing with the Stars like I do, like, Tavia and I have gone to the live show of the tour for Dancing with the Stars. Yes. So. We're very serious about it. You know, that was where our podcast baby was born. I know. I was just about to say. I had been thinking about doing a podcast. And i that is where I asked Tavia to do it with me. And I said yes. And it was beautiful. <laughs> magic moment. <laughs> and then this we saw shirtless guys. Moment. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Artem and Val. And, oh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, so yes. good. But anyways, so it was so good. It is perfectly catered to me, but it was so good. I'm glad you liked it. Ah, it was so good. I bet you would really like it too. Yeah, it it sounds like something I would love. It's also it's a it's a duology. So there's a second book and it's based on Gina's roommate. Okay. Um but it's a little bit different than yeah. her with a celebrity partner. She's dating mm -hmm. someone else, but I got you. Uh, so good. Let's talk about follow up books real quick because there was a couple I wanted to one for sure I know um 
the tourist trap. You read that one, right? And it's yes. set in Alaska. Well, yes. one of my prompts is set in Alaska, and the third mm-hmm. book just came out, and everybody's been raving about it. Are those books you need to read in order? No, it's it's one of those, like, a small character in the previous okay. book is now the lead. Um, okay. I will say, I just finished, uh, I've now read all three of them. Yeah. The third one was my favorite. They, okay. they are um, very much PG rated, so not mm. so much with this moneyness. <laughs> I know. Ugh, why, why would you even write? But um, they were so good. But the third one, phenomenal. It was so good. Interesting. Um, I've been seeing lots of series on especially on the rate the romance and it's like um the third or fourth book and I'm like I really just don't feel like doing a whole series but I kind of want to read this one Mm -hmm. so you know I know that romance tends to be able to Mm -hmm. fluctuate so Mm -hmm. I was about that one yeah you could read those you might miss a little bit Mm -hmm. um but it's more just like the fully formed relationships with smaller characters in that book that makes sense second follow-up you read The Sweetest Fix. <gasps> it was so good. This is one I talked about a couple of episodes ago. Last episode. Dead last now. episode, I think. <laughs> um, 20 after, years ago. Yeah. Um, after Tavia mentioned it, after she talked about it on the podcast, I immediately purchased it and read it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was freaking amazing. It was, like, it was so, so good. So good. Again, another book that is fully catered to me. Broadway and bakery. Like, what else do I need? Nothing. Right. Maybe alcohol. But that's, like, <laughs> that's all. Right. Um, it was really, really good. It was so good. And what I loved so much about it was, like, like you said, she goes to the bakery because she's hoping that he may give her a shot to meet her, mm-hmm. his father. But then when she meets him and has all this chemistry, she's like, I can't do that to this person. Yeah. And it was just so nice to see that trope kind of unravel in a better way than mm-hmm. like, I'm going to see this through, but mm-hmm. also on the side, I'm going to still yeah. try to mm-hmm. sneakily meet us that. Like it was, I really, really and liked I that. I loved her determination of wanting to do it on her own mm-hmm. at the end. Like she was mm-hmm. like, I can't rely on connections or whatever. I need to make sure if I make it, it's for me. And mm-hmm. I liked that about it as well. I loved the ending. I loved that it came with an epilogue. So you get to see just a little yes. bit of the future with them. Oh my gosh. So good. Spectacular. I loved it. Tessa Bailey, man. Hot and hammered. Yes. Speaking of Tessa Bailey and hot and hammered. I started the first one. Yes! I'm only a couple of chapters in, um, but I was listening to it, and I can't find it. Uh, I, I don't want to buy it. <laughs> so um, it's not on the library. The third one's on the library, but the first two are not. Um, um, the first two are on Hoopla, the library's oh, other borrowing. Okay. The only thing that sucks about that one is you only get five borrows a month. Mm. But anyway, so I started listening to it, and I'm loving it so far. But you're right. He has called her baby girl, like, four times thus far. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Wait until funny. you get to Honey Girl. Honey, oh, he starts calling her Honey Girl, I think. Second book. Second uh, book second is Honey book. Girl. Ugh. I'm fine with Baby Girl, because Chris will sometimes call me that. But Honey Girl, I could not get behind. I don't know why it's different, but it's different. Yeah, okay. And I dislike it. That's funny. Um yeah they're just so funny and just witty and just yeah, I don't know I'm really just... enjoying it so far if I find like the physical copy I think I'll go through it quicker because I'm not reading I'm not listening mm-hmm. anymore unless I'm in the car typically mm-hmm. so um my work has taken on an aspect where I can't listen and and work anymore 
Um, so I'm definitely losing some audio time, which, you know, I have a job, so it's wonderful. But yeah, I definitely am losing some audio time. <laughs> you could just sit on the couch with your headphones in, just with your eyes closed, and just jam out to some audiobook. Yeah, I could definitely do that. <laughs> I could definitely do that. I did one I'm going to talk about recently. I listened to Strictly on audio because one of the characters is Irish. And they did the accent. And so I loved it. So good. Yeah. But we got a lot of good stuff. Oh, so good. I think all all three of my books were, uh, I think one of them was a four star. The rest were five star. Yeah. Both of mine. No, that's not true. Along for the Ride was five star. And I gave Piece of Work four star. Just because I, I, there was a couple of things. Like, I just thought, "Mm," you know, I just want a little bit more. But the rest of the series, I think think I gave five stars to all of those and I'll talk about like those it. coming up the second one was so much fun but I think it we both was. agree the third one was our favorite it was the best but it's probably just because she is with a an author so like <laughs> what's not to love right <laughs> well I hope we gave you guys some fun lovey reads I know it'll be after Valentine's Day but right I hope you but guys still- enjoy there's still good reads, even if, like, romance isn't typically your thing. There's still so much else there to love, like mm-hmm. feminism and empowerment and relationship building and diversity. There's just so many different things that are being presented in the romance genre now that it's it's not the Harlequin, like, mm-hmm. you know, windswept Fabio. Fabio and he has to save her. Right. Yeah. It's so much different. These women are saving themselves. And then, you know, then getting into a mature adult relationship. Mm -hmm. And I will say uh, along for the ride was something um, they talked about consent and their um, STD results a lot. Like they made sure they showed each other their results instead of just talking about it and, you know, trusting it. They're like, no, we need to make sure we have this conversation. And I thought that that was pretty cool. That's very adult talk was, Mm -hmm. was important. And I like that. Love that. Yeah, that's not something that I learned in school or was taught by anyone. Like, poor, clueless young me. (laughs) But, you know, just the the realizing it and actually talking about it. Because if we're talking about it in books like this, people are reading about it and they can, you know, make sure that they're doing these things in their lives. Because if Mm -hmm. you don't talk about it, nobody knows. So I, I thought it was important that they added that in. I thought that was a really cool thing. Love it. All right, guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful, happy Tuesday or whatever day it is that you're listening. Yes. And you don't have we... to listen on Tuesday, although Tuesday is the best day. It's the best day. But <laughs> happy reading. I hope you guys have a great week. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.